It is conference championship time. Still plenty of reason to get excited for this. I don't know if we'll be as excited two or three years from now, but I don't want to get Caleb started on how he hates the 12 or team playoffs. So let's just get going right now and picks in conference championship games. And it's brought to you today by our friend at Rick Terry Jewelry Design. Rick Terry, those fire opals are awesome. Let's go. What do you got? Hey, now. All right, so I'm doing something unique this week, guys. Typically, I only bet SEC and then all top 25 games is what I usually do. By the way, I went 4-1 on my bets of the week last week, so now I'm about 52% on both. Just not to brag. I'm, I'm very humble, guys. Um, but this week, I'm just going to pick all 10 conference championship games, even the group of five ones. And I did a little bit of research on them. Oh, my Lord. And do the group of five quickly. All right, so group of five quickly. Uh, New Mexico State at Liberty. I got New Mexico State covering the 11 and a half spread. I don't think they'll beat Liberty. Liberty's undefeated. But I think New Mexico State covers that spread, and the game hits the under. New Mexico State's been playing good defense. Ask Auburn about New Mexico State. Um, okay. What is the so, uh, what is our sounding board thing? That's crazy. Yeah. It's like you hate organized religion at Liberty. What's wrong with you? Go ahead. What's next? Well, yeah, ask Jerry Falwell Jr. about that organized religion, you know like liking to watch I his stum- with the I, stumbled onto, I stumbled onto that recently uh and i didn't know all that backstory but that was a little bizarro that he uh... <laughs> oh yeah liberty family whenever a school's in your face about family christian values there's usually something they're hiding behind it just uh, that's 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 the biggest lesson hugh right, freeze so got, is the most in your face th- christian coach you got 30 and, seconds to give me those group of five picks. Okay, the other ones. All right, Toledo's going to cover the eight-point spread against Miami, and I got the over 44. Uh, UNLV plus two and a half against Boise State because Boise State fired their coach, and I hear the players are not happy about the coach being fired. So UNLV's plus two and a half. And then I got the under 58 and a half. Appalachian State and Troy. Troy's favored by six, but Appalachian State's red hot. I think they cover that six-point spread, and I got the over 52 and a half. And then this will be a playoff game next year, Dave, because of the six, six automatic bids. Tulane versus SMU. Tulane is going to cover the three and a half point spread and the under 47 and a half is going to hit. And Dave thinks that it's good for college football that Tulane and SMU is a freaking playoff matchup. But I think okay. it's fantastic. I think I love All right, it. So, All right. So going, let's get to the, what is it now? The big 12 Oklahoma state at uh, Texas. No, I'm going to start eight. with, uh, I'm going to start with Friday night, uh, pack 12. Okay, I guess I'll just go read a book. You can do what you need to do. Oh no, no I'm I'm sorry. Do you want to <laughs> go ahead. go ahead? And I'm going to give you my input, but give me the spread as well. Let's uh, start reading this stuff. All right, so Oregon's favored by nine and a half. Dave, I think Oregon's going to cover. I think Oregon's going to beat the brakes off Washington Friday night. That's crazy. That seems really. Like, yeah, I, I, I got the. Take, and I, I also... wouldn't take not as a rule. I wouldn't take nine in a championship game or a game of. Uh, of matter that you know that that is significant well the over under is 65 and a half i think the under hits with that one i think oregon's defense i think washington's offense has been struggling for two weeks and oregon's defense will make it struggle again i'm your huckleberry all right what else we got all right so moving on texas oklahoma state dave i'm sorry i know you don't like big spreads i got texas covering the 15 and a half point spread I think Oklahoma State is the luckiest team in college football this year. They've got TCU 2022 had uh, uh, good luck happening. So I think Texas is going to cover. Quinn Ewers goes off. And I think the over hits because Quinn Ewers goes off. Texas offense. Uh, It's time to already contradict myself. Hey, now. In this particular scenario, I like Texas in the big number. All right, what's next? All right, so I'll save the SEC title for last since we were talking about it. All right, here's my favorite one. (laughs) Okay, so... 
here's a bet to stay away from. Stay away from this bet at all costs. And of course, I'm going to bet on it because that's what I do. Um, say wham. But... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Louisville, Florida State. I have no idea what to bet on this game, but I'm going to bet Louisville plus two and a half. I don't know if they'll win, but I think Louisville, I just don't know what Florida, what Florida State we're going to get without Jordan Travis. And I can't count last week against Florida. That's a rivalry game. Okay, so if Louisville, I'm one of the people listening right now and you say, yeah, you have no idea, but you're giving me a pick, I'm like this. You suck. Yeah, <laughs> all right, so let's go to the next one because yeah, well, and then I got, I got, the, I got, yeah, don't, don't play, nobody play that game and get on board Monday and be like, what happened to you, Caleb? What's next? Yeah, and then I've got the over 47 and a half with that one, so that's uh, all right. So, next, all right, this is my favorite one. I'm pretty much sure about all of these Iowa, Michigan. I got Iowa covering the 21 and a half point spread. Michigan doesn't win games by 21 like that, it's too much ball control on both sides. So I completely agree with that. Yeah. And then here's the best. Dave, guess what the over under is set in for this game? What? 34 and a half. I'm going under. I'm taking the under on this. I'm seeing like a 21 to seven win for Michigan. (laughs) Maybe even 14 to three. I don't know what you think. No, I can see that. I think Michigan wins comfortably about like they did against Ohio State. What was the final in that? 30 to 24. Yeah, but God, Lee, it just felt like it felt like Michigan was in control. But do you think the over under? Do you think the game goes over total thirty four and a half or under? Iowa had a game last week that was under twenty seven. The over under was twenty seven, and they couldn't go over. They've been hitting unders all year. It's the worst offense in history of college football. I think sometimes the over under goes over my head. All right, what's next? (laughs) All right, now we got last, um, and this is one we can spend the most time on because since we were just talking about it, SEC championship game, Alabama Georgia. All signs say Georgia should win in a blowout, but I just feel like Alabama plus five and a half. I don't know if they'll win, but I think Alabama is going to cover the five and a half point spread. And I think it's going to go under 54 and a half because I think Alabama's defense is just going to step up. I don't know why, but I think so too. I just think, and I think it could be a little bit one-sided. Like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying 50 to 20. Okay, but I'm saying it could kind of feel like that the game we were just talking about, the Tim Tebow game. It, it, you know, I don't remember the final score in that game, but this could be 10 that really feels like 14 or 17. I don't know why, but I just really like Alabama in this game. I do too. And also, just okay, we both agree Georgia's been getting by on can we say this much in Nick Saban's favor? Now, Kirby Smart's a great defensive coach. But Georgia largely has gotten by because their talent overwhelms everybody, haven't they? And I mean, yes. I can't really say I've seen a lot of scheming. One of the things I thought about with Nick Saban that I thought he was had the really run impressive. pass against Tennessee. The run pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pitched it. I don't understand why you pull out trick plays against teams that you've already got beat. But anyway. Billy Napier pulls out trick plays when his team is up 12 to nothing and driving and ready to take control. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with with – the teams running up the score either. But to me, running the run pass, which they ran against Tennessee, is analogous to running up the score. I have no which problem is, with either, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense it, to me because I think it hurts thing. you down Yeah, exactly. And I, I've, I've said it all year, and I've looked stupid all year, Dave, but I'm going to go back to it. I still am sticking with my guns on this. I'm still going to say that if things get a little tight against a team like Alabama, I trust Nick Saban over Mike Bobo. And That's I just – I. I you <laughs> Paris Hilton, the great I mean, sports tra- 
Yes. I, I, no, I do too. Uh, I mean, and, and I could see this being a game where Georgia looks like the better team for a half and a half time adjustment, all of Tennessee with Nick Saban. Sports Treasures carrying over 5 million sports treasures and so much more. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia daily updates. Uh, you go to Facebook and go to Sports Treasures TN. Sports Treasures TN, the daily updates are awesome. I share them on offthehooksports.com. By the way, go to Off the Hook Sports on our Facebook page. Like that, follow because you'll get the latest information. You can check out the book. The book is what I call it because it's been a bear. Relive the greatest season in Tennessee football with behind-the-scenes story about the 1998 National Championship team. Click below for Celebrate 98, the untold stories behind the Tennessee Vols 1998 National Championship, available in soft and hard copy, personalized autographed copies available. And I can tell you this, nobody has that's read the book has come out and completely told me that it sucked. <laughs> I don't know how you would do that if an author says, because I, I follow up and I say, I'm just curious how you like the book. And I've learned that they all say, um, yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. And I just yes. wonder if some are lying to me. I, I could see that, but I don't think they are. I don't think they are. <laughs> I it. A couple of things I wanted to yes. address real quick. Um a yeah, lot of people, you, you by brought... the way, let me just say this too. A lot of people weighing in on Tennessee's basketball team. We led the show with that. So you can always go back and listen. Well, to I that. actually, I want to, res and before this ends, I'm going to respond to one last comment, but I want to get to, um, I want to, I want to get, get to us. Uh, one, I don't, Smoky Mountain Red, Bobo is not Georgia's Cutcliffe. Sorry. Um, by the way, Smoky Mountain Red, nice enough to say zero sucks given to Hooker's book. I appreciate that. Bobo is not Georgia's Cutcliffe. Bobo is Georgia's John Chavis, but on the other side of the ball. Um, and so I think that this is what I'm talking about. I think so I'm he's getting this, ready I, to coach me. So he's getting ready to coach middle school football is what you're telling me. Well, I, I'm, I'm potentially, <laughs> I'm potentially seeing, um, a, what you just said, 2001 style SEC title game. How old, how much better talent wise was Tennessee than that LSU team? It wasn't even close, right? They weren't even in the same stratosphere. And Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher made one adjustment and Chavis couldn't figure it out for the life of him. And I'm kind of seeing that could happen with this with Mike Bobo. Now, that's all I wanted to say on that. But I just have to respond. To all this I got thing. to say about that. Are you going for, full Forrest Gump? No, here? I want to I give a news segment on this. SEC football, I get your point. Vescovi was zero. He should be shameful and embarrassed. I got to break some news on this. Santiago Vescovi was dealing with an injury. He also went to back home to Uruguay this off this offseason because there was a personal family matter. We don't know what that family matter is. But Wes Rucker tweeted this out last night, and it's true. He's not been the same since. I think we should all just reserve a little judgment on him because I, I think there's – we all remember Chris Lofton having that underwhelming senior year, and then we find out what happened. I'm not saying Viscovi has cancer or anything like that. I'm saying that there's a personal matter that he hasn't let us on and on, and I think it might be affecting his play right now. Uh, well, I was going to mention the Chris Lofton thing. I, I'll, I'll share a quick Uncle Dave story, if you don't mind. So yeah, Mike fine. Griffith, who we've had on, was in charge of covering basketball at the time. And they asked me, they said, can you go over and cover this basketball banquet? And I'm like, I've never been asked to cover a banquet in my life, but free food. It's the off season. Um, sure, I'll go cover it. It counts as a work day. And they basically sat down in an impromptu press conference and said, oh, by the way, the best player on the basketball team has testicular cancer and has had so all year. So you're like, what? I mean, you had no idea that there was any news like that coming out. It was the same thing with the Bruce Pearl press conference, the original one where he had lied to the NCAA. We all, 
We all thought maybe. Was, yeah, we kind of thought he was hiring an assistant coach, <laughs> and uh, Mike Griffith would never admit it, but he got blown away by that. He had no idea that that was coming. Uh, he was out of town, and I covered the Chris Lofton thing. And I suddenly thought to myself, there are all those people that handled Chris Lofton respectfully, and I want to give you kudos as a fan base. Let's handle this part respectfully, too, because people would say, I don't know what's wrong with Chris Lofton, but something just doesn't seem right. That's a very fair way of saying it. And you can say the same thing with the Scobie, because we don't know what's happening with his family. Say that. Don't say he suddenly spit the bit and he's terrible. I would just, I would offer that. I'm not telling you I know the inside as to what's going on, but it's something we'll look into. And if it's something I feel like I should and could share with you, I will. But family problems is family problems, kids. We have fun being on here. We enjoy spending time with you. But if that young man has a serious family issue, that trumps all else, needless to say. 